Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. local story that really should be a national story. In fact, I may write an article about it and make it a national story. Did you know that I do that, by the way? Hi, this is Ryan Wiggins. This is the second hour of Wiggins America. I do. I write for Odyssey, and I can tell when they've been picked up nationally. These news aggregates a lot of people use on their phones and stuff, they'll grab news from all over the place. And I'll find out later that an article I wrote was nationally syndicated and have no idea. But it's kind of fun to find that out. I can't control whether it goes national, but I can't write it, so I probably will. Oh, and by the way, at the end of this hour, (laughs) this is terrible radio. At the end of this hour, I'm going to talk about a very secret, a a mysterious happening. (laughs) Um, It involves Antarctica. So what's below the ice That's not even the mystery. I don't know why I teased with that, because that's not where I'm going with it. But stick around at the end of this hour. I've been looking forward to this all morning. It is a mystery involving Antarctica and history, and maybe it relates to climate change or something. I don't don't know. But this is going to be fun. Um, So anyway, the story that I'm teasing right now to you is a local story. Like I said, it's right here in St. Louis. And when I read it from the Post-Dispatch, my mind immediately went, and and maybe I'll just wait and let you come to your own conclusions and then tell you where I went with it. But um, this is from the Post-Dispatch. Hours after a burglary at a designer jeans store in the Central West End, at least 16 police officers received an email alert with surveillance photos of the car believed to belong to the suspects and an offer of a reward for at least $1,000 for any officer able to locate it. The email was not from the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department because that would be great, right? That's great police work right there. The police force that employs them and the residents fund with their taxes. Instead, this was from a retired city police detective named Charles Betts, who also employs them at his private company, The City's Finest. The City's Finest is no mere security firm. With about 200 officers moonlighting for it, it's the biggest of several private policing companies that some of St. Louis's wealthier, and they include, of course, predominantly white, neighborhoods, have hired to... This is what they always do. They always inject race into things that are actually economic, which is what this is. Have hired to patrol public spaces and protect their homes and businesses. Under department rules, officers have the same authority when working for these companies 
that they do while they're on duty. One reason their services are in such demand. They can investigate crimes, stop pedestrians or vehicles, make arrests. And the police department requires that they wear their police uniforms when they're working in law enforcement or security on the side in the city, creating confusion about who they're working for. The result is that two unequal levels of policing for St. Louis residents and businesses have developed. Low-income and minority residents do not have the resources to hire private policing, and the department has struggled to provide patrols in parts of the city that suffer high rates of violent crime. Well, why do you think that is? Because of defund the police? Tashara Jones, the mayor of St. Louis, ran on defunding the police and and adjusting the police or whatever terminology they're using. They're, They're trying to change the police department. And as Jane Duker has said many times, who ran for... Uh, well, she's been many things in St. Louis, but she just ran for uh, county executive, and she's been an advisor to governors here in St. Louis, or in uh, Missouri and stuff like that. Uh, she she now works for the police department. She's outlined tons of issues that they're having, one of them being that they have no prosecutor because Kim Gardner, the circuit attorney, won't prosecute crime. There is no support for the police in St. Louis, top to bottom. And that, now this, the Post-Dispatch is acting like, oh, I can't believe there's a two-tier. I can't believe people are hiring police. Well, it's because they don't feel safe living in the city and they have money. So they're going ahead and hiring police officers. Now, they could hire private security. But like this article talks about, police officers who are moonlighting, who are doing work outside of their normal hours, have the same authority. So why wouldn't you hire them? That's who you want. You want somebody with with the authority to do something, to make an arrest if somebody comes and tries to break into your house or something. So what it's created as that article highlights, is a two-tiered policing system. Where does your mind go when I say that? And I'll pause here to sort of let you digest because I'm going somewhere with this and I don't want to scoop you. But if you've already come to the conclusion that this is because of defund the police and because of the sort of the rhetoric behind defund the police, even if it's not purely a dollars and cents issue, which I think in this case it actually is, Um, I mean, it's both, but that is involved in it. This is beyond just that issue, though. To me, this is exemplary. This is a great and perfect example of socialism, where the people at the top end up okay, but everybody else, the people that socialism claims to be defending, are defenseless. Usually we talk about that economically, but it plays out in ways like this. This still is, like I said before, an economic issue. This is people with money are able to still have what they need. People that don't have money, they're supposed to be protected by their taxes being taken to do these things, are now not protected in the same way. Now, in the city, in this case, you really can fault the people who voted for this. Now, because they, I mean, Tashara Jones got elected, so they're voting for these policies and then having to deal with these policies, but the same let's say, rich liberals who live in the city who are saying, yes, we want to support Tashara Jones, and they vote for her, well, that's fine for them because they're able to have private security. But the people that they are claiming to benefit by voting for Tashara Jones, because they're out for the little guy, right, Uh, they're they're left just completely defenseless. So when I say that this is related to socialism... I don't think I'm making a huge leap, and I I hope that you're following me here, because when I connect these things, we are talking about ultimately economics, but they play out in many, many ways. One is through healthcare. This is very, very similar to the way socialized medicine works. So 
let's say well, America's not here yet. That's why it's you, you don't see we don't see this necessarily happening. We're right on the verge, but we're not there yet, which is good. But in nations that have full on socialized health care, as in they'll call it like Bernie Sanders calls it free health care or or uh, universal medicine or whatever. Well, that's it's not free. It's just redistributed wealth again. That's socialism. It comes from somewhere. It's not just the doctors suddenly you're like, oh, I'll just do this for free. It, this is the government taking your money and then redistributing it to everybody, including some to back to you. But they got their hand in it. So what happens in socialized medicine countries or, or universal health care countries, which always sounds nice, right, um, is that the average person does then have health care, but it's average health care at best. And I mean at best because you've heard, and this, it's very true, that a lot of times to schedule a surgery in parts of Europe, Great Britain, for instance, and I had a long conversation with a woman on a train about this, which is really weird because that sounds very cool and romantic. I don't ever ride trains, so <clears throat> I think this is like the one time I ever rode the the uh, Amtrak to Chicago or something. I randomly sat next to this British woman, and it was right after the Olympics when uh, Great Britain hosted the Olympics, and they had all the hospital beds out there. It was such a weird opening ceremony because they were talking about what sets us apart. Well, universal health care. Let's bring about a bunch of old candy stripers to dance around hospital beds. <laughs> That's, so it was right around then. It was in the news. So I was asking her about, you know, what's what's the health care system really like? And she said, well, here's the deal. And this isn't just her saying this. That You can look anywhere and you'll find this. And it makes sense, too. You, you'll, you'll understand when I say it. That when the average person has health care and they realize that they, they're not getting the best treatment because there's no real accountability for the doctors. You know, you just go on a wait list. Oh, I got to get my, my colon removed. Oh, well, put you on a wait list and we'll, we'll take out your colon. <laughs> you know, and, and that it's really up to them. How long that takes. The only oversight would be the government, and the government's terrible at doing oversight. So what happens is those who are wealthy enough will buy supplemental insurance. And then you have a whole system of doctors that develop out of the supplemental insurance system that only cater to people with supplemental insurance, and they're the best. And that's why the rich people buy that. And that happens everywhere. That happens not only in socialized medicine and countries with it, but it happens in all situations. This one in St. Louis being just the latest example of us slipping into socialism. This is what it looks like. If you got money, if you're upper middle class or above, you're probably going to be okay. Just like in the last few years, you haven't gone without food or anything. I mean, we're a very rich country, so I, I would hope that even the poorest among us have not gone without food. Or at least statistically, you know, I'm sure you can find somebody who has. But across the board, this this widening gap is what happens. It, it cracks me up when people like Robert Reich and these economists, and Bernie Sanders for that matter, will say things like, well, look at the wealth gap that's happening in our country. Well, I want to ask back, do, do you think that we've become more capitalistic and less socialist over the last 20 years or whatever your graph is showing at that moment? Because the answer is no, of course we've gotten more socialists. So if you're talking about the wealth gap getting worse, why do you blame capitalism when socialism is is moving in the direction you want and it's causing the effects that you're talking about? It's like they don't connect those dots or they choose not to. Unfortunately, it may be the latter. Anyway, 
I'm writing that article. As soon as we get done with this show, I'm writing that article because I think that's such an important story that's happening right here in St. Louis. It needs attention for the reasons that we're talking about here. And I think most people probably would connect those, connect those dots. More Wiggins America coming up. Uh, we got Trisha coming back. We're going to do serious questions. That'll be fun. And also, like I said, at the end of this hour, something I've been waiting for all day, it's the secrets of Antarctica. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Wiggins, America. As you know, I love documenting media on this show. Media is one of the least trusted systems in America now. I think it's only in the teens, according to polling, people who trust the media. And it's because of stuff like this. I mean, we, we saw it go down even more during COVID in some corners, not everybody's, but uh, Democrats tended to trust the media more during COVID. Republicans tended to trust the media less. And I think it was not that Republicans and Democrats are doing it. I think it was just people finding, well, which party do I even belong to? And I say party loosely because I'm not even talking really about political parties. I'm talking about, <clears throat> do I belong to a, a, a group of people who believe the widely held narrative or do I question the widely held narrative even if you even if you do believe some of it do you question it 
I would put myself in that category because I do believe some of what's happening. I think Ukraine is a good example of that. That a lot of people just hate everything about what we've done in Ukraine. I I don't like that we've spent forty billion dollars. That and that's on the low end. I mean, we've actually spent more than that. But that was the one bill that they passed to spend forty billion dollars in Ukraine. I, I don't like that stuff at all, especially because there's no oversight to it. But uh, I do think Russia is a piece of crap and Putin is awful and they've started a real war and they're killing people just because they want to. They just want to, uh, that, that land is mine now. Uh, that, that makes you a bastard. So uh, I think there are things that are true and that's the whole point of it, right? That's the whole question is, is it true? It's not necessarily, do you believe the media? It's, it's, do you believe what people are saying is true or not? And for the most part, I find the media to be full of spin. That doesn't mean you can't find anything true. It just means you got to dig so hard and you got to spend so much freaking time looking and seeing what's true. So I say that <clears throat> to say that uh, I, I'm pulling a clip here from CNN. This is about election coverage. And this week, and I guess two weeks now, we've seen that Democrats are knives out for MAGA. I don't even know really what you'd define MAGA. Is it somebody who voted for Donald Trump? Is it somebody who, in their words, is a election denier? I don't really know what they, they didn't define what MAGA is. So, and that's on purpose. You know, you can kind of define it as you go then and make political enemies out of anybody that you need to at any given time. So, I mean, it has been pretty intense the last couple of weeks. And so clearly there's a there's a memo that went out that this is going to be the talking point to try to scare people before the midterms. They don't really have anything to run on. They passed a couple of big spending bills. But do you think that's going to win? I don't think so. Roe, maybe. A little bit of pushback on the elimination of Roe versus Wade. That, that could be something they run on. But here, I just wanted to play this while I had a little bit of time here before we get to some other things. This is from CNN. See if you can find any slant. The people who didn't believe the last election was fair for some reason still are now getting involved in running this election, which is why what you're about to see is troubling. Don't be fearful, guys. CNN obtained this recording of a Wayne County GOP training session over Zoom the night before the Michigan primary last month. So you're all really undercover agents. Congratulations. Just that's undercover training. It is extra training, partisan training, not just for volunteers observing elections, but including the actual paid election workers who will check in voters, hand out ballots, even help in the counting, which is why what they are being told is alarming. There's a lot of bad stuff that's happening in this upcoming election, so we're going to have to keep our heads on a swivel and just start documenting irregularities. The poll workers are hired by towns and clerks, and Wayne County's Republican chairperson, Cheryl Costantino, tells them they may need to break the rules to uncover fraud. They were told by their trainers that they could not have their phones with them. So I would say maybe just hide it, and maybe hide a small pad and a small pen. You need to take accurate notes. If we are observed with a pen and a piece of paper writing on anything, they, they just said they would they would ask us the that they would remove us. That's why you gotta do it secretly. This training for the primary was just practice for the upcoming midterms, according to Costantino. And it's not just what's being taught, it's who is doing the So I cut it off there because then it says who is doing the teaching because it goes into just a, a full on smear of this one guy. And I, I wanted to play as much of that as possible because I didn't want to cut it off at a, at a point that was convenient to me. 
but that's a, like a 10-minute piece. So I cut it off there where they just go into smearing this guy for another three or four minutes. But I, I wanted to play everything. So they ha- they have this recording of this election integrity training meeting, and that's the worst that they could find. Now, they frame it really well. They're really good at that. But ultimately, what they found was somebody saying, hey, you guys are like spies. You're looking for you're looking for fraud. And they said they are training spies. <laughs> and then uh, they found this lady saying they say they you either breaking the rules. Well, they're, they're talking about documenting fraud. They're saying, look, if you're not allowed to take your phone in, keep your phone in your pocket or take a notepad, you're technically not allowed to have a notepad. But you got to write down what you find somewhere. So do what you can. That that's they that's the scandal that they found. Ah, we're out of time, so we got to run here. But stick around more. We'll be right back. Stick around. We got more show coming up. So don't leave. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Trisha Seekman is back in the studio, and it is time for Serious Questions. Serious Questions. You want to go first? Sure. You don't have to. It's a real question. Do you want to go first? I do want to go first. Then please. Okay, great. Uh, The skeleton of a female vampire buried with a sickle across her neck and a padlock on her foot has been discovered at a cemetery in Poland. Do we know how old the body is? No. How do you know? You can't ask me questions. This is serious questions. Well, I'm okay. Then ask your question first. They do know that the body. I don't. I got a lot of questions about this. I don't know. They found a vampire, Trisha. They found a vampire. Okay. They just say that the researchers said that the sickle and padlock may have protected against the return of the deceased, which uh, was probably feared in this context. These practices can be considered so-called anti-vampirists. Vampiric? I don't know what you're talking about right now. Okay, How they the were body? scared that this was a vampire. Serious question. Have you ever seen a sickle in real life? Serious question. No, but I, I, weirdly, I have a really weird sickle story. Really? Yeah. Was that your serious question? That was my serious question because... I, mean, I got a lot of questions about the vampire okay, thing, though. let me pull up more information. I thought we would just, like, That's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Here's my sickle story real okay. quick. A friend of mine... When he was very young, they bought a big farm that had been neglected for years. He was maybe seven years old. His brother was five or six. So they, the seven-year-old, they, they told him, it's okay if you want to go out and work on the farm. And they gave him a sickle to cut grass down. And there was a bunch of mm-hmm. trash and stuff. It was just a neglected farm. 
So they said to the seven-year-old, well, you can do this. You're old enough to, to use this, but just be really careful. So we went out there. Well, one time he went to swing the sickle like this back, and it caught on something. No. And he realized it was his brother's face. No. <clears throat> but he, before he he realized that he had already pulled through like the resistance no. and cut his brother's face open real bad. As a parent now, when I, I knew these guys growing up, both of them, they're brothers. As a parent now, thinking, how do you give a seven-year-old a sickle and send them out and not watch the five-year-old? <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm getting details of that a little bit wrong, but it's not way far off. No, somebody messed up bad there. Somebody messed up. I that mean, it happens. Is terrible. Also, as a parent, though, that stuff does happen. So 17th I 17th century is when they think this body was That's pretty interesting. Buried. So Why, apparently, they, so this body appears to be affluent. It had a silk cap woven with silver or gold thread indicating high social status. So they don't think that it was, a lot of times back then they thought if people were kind of strange or quirky, they accuse them of witchcraft mm-hmm. or being vampires apparently. Still do. I do. I know you do, which is why I didn't ask you if you believed in vampires. That's why I asked when this was. Because I'm like, are you just talking about a quirky person who just died? Or are you talking about a real vampire? (laughs) 17th century, possibly real vampire. But they'd put this sickle around their neck and a padlock on their foot so they couldn't get up. Because it would chop their head off if they woke up from the dead. Oh, interesting. Isn't that super interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Serious question. Does does satin not decompose? Serious question. (laughs) (laughs) Does silk? Well, that's what you said was sat. I said silk. Oh, did you? Is it the same? I have no idea. We're not. One of them comes out of a worm's anus. We're not high social status enough to know the difference. Nope. My serious question story is this. Zac Efron is Mm -hmm. opening up about the lengths he went through to obtain his famous Baywatch physique. What? I know. Finally. I know. We've been waiting. Van, I know. We specifically have been waiting. How does he do it? In a profile for Men's Health October... The actor, 34. Can you believe that? He's 34. Yeah, I can believe that. Speaks- I mean, no, that's crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks for making some good radio. <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? He's 34 years old. <laughs> Whoa, what? no way. I'm I know. done with you. <clears throat> How does he stay in such good shape? He's so hot. <clears throat> Speaks openly about, about the pressure he faced to achieve a near-perfect body for the role, but it ultimately took a toll on his physical and mental health. Wow. Quote, he says, that Baywatch look, I don't know if that's really attainable, he said. He said it required Lasix. And like eye po- surgery? I don't know. I don't know. L-A-S-I-X? Lasix? And powerful diuretics <laughs> like, to achieve like that body. medicine? After months of grueling Lasix training. Lasix has got to be some kind of prosthetic latex I was thinking muscles. maybe it like carved your stomach muscles to make yeah. them look stronger. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm basing this on the picture they had in the article. What are the diuretics to, <laughs> excuse me, dehydrate him? I think, yeah, the diuretics typically make you poop is what diuretics do. I thought they made you pee. Diuretics? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a derivative of diarrhea? I thought it was a diuretic. I thought it had to do with... Uh, Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know these. This on. isn't the part of my serious questions. Okay, well, ask your question. Sorry. Wait, hang on. It says, I started to develop insomnia. Because of his Baywatch body. And I fell into a pretty bad depression for a long time. Quote, something about that experience burned me out. I had a really hard time recentering. 
Ultimately, they chalked it up to taking way too many diuretics <laughs> for too long. This is no. a real quote. It does dehydrate you. It has to do with uh, the increased production of urine. Mm-hmm. That's what I. So they made him pee a lot. That's what I said. And it me- <laughs> you're right. And it messed something up. Unquote. Yeah, it does. You have to hydrate. Serious question. Serious question. Did you know there was a Baywatch movie? <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I honestly didn't. I had no idea. It's been out for a while. I've never seen it. Maybe somewhere in the back rattling around in my brain would I have known that Zac yeah. Efron made a Baywatch movie? I think he took the Hasselhoff role. Although I think Hasselhoff was in it. Was it Was it a major motion picture release? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't something that was direct to video or no, direct to streaming? it was in theaters. What? This, that must have been a failure. It had to be. So you haven't seen it? No. But I do like Zac Efron, and I you hope he's what? doing okay. I actually do like Zac Efron, He's funny. Too. He is funny. He's a pretty talented dude. But I, when I read that, I'm like, okay, this is this is straight up celeb gossip. Uh-huh. And it's using all the right words like diuretics <laughs> and Lasix. Is, is poop Stomach. or pee? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know you? what? I look for a poop and pee story, and I could not find one. <laughs> no, we But I didn't realize that actually did kind of have it that. It literally does not matter what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Woman claims she was arrested at Las Vegas airport for being, quote, too good looking. Oh, yeah. You heard about this yet? Haven't we both experienced this? Well, that's fun. That'll lead into my question. Okay. A 28-year-old woman uh, just finished a meal at Chili's inside the Harry <laughs> Reid Airport in Las Vegas. <laughs> Dang, Stop look it. at that girl eating that <laughs> chili dog. Oh, wait, no, she's having baby rack ribs because it's Chili's. Inside. No, go ahead. Uh, Harry Reid Airport in Las Vegas when airport securities rushed her and arrested her on suspicion of airport rules misconduct. Despite the fact that the woman had been sleeping near a security checkpoint, hindering their operations, and appeared intoxicated and belligerent, the woman (laughs) believed she was arrested because she was, quote, too good looking. The New York Post reports the woman claimed that the police were harassing her, (laughs) quote from the woman, because cops had never seen anyone as pretty as her. Cops will do that. (laughs) Man, that girl's pretty. Let's go arrest her. Serious question. Have you or a loved one ever been arrested for your heightened levels of attractiveness? No, serious answer. But I have been arrested for passing out in the Chili's. (laughs) Which it... I'm not saying that's what she did. Did you look really good when you were doing it? Oh, gosh, yes. Could you... I mean, you might have a case there. If you take it back, you could fight those charges. That's true. I, I think, though, my story is very different from hers. Because it sounds like she got arrested for being too hot, whereas mine was being belligerent in a chili <laughs> and passing out. I know. Clearly, she was a victim of her own face. Right. Right. I, I'll reverse the question. Serious question. You? Well, I, I not even have you. When was the last time? It's been a while. College. Oh, yeah. At least. Yeah. yeah. That's a Maybe college Maybe even thing. late high school. It's really? been a long time. Getting a little yeah. young there for a cop to... Well, it was like right on the edge. It's not their fault. They mm-hmm. couldn't tell, you know. Yeah, I mean, we I support was... police. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, so they clearly would have thought you were 18 if they were arresting you for being too hot. Obviously. <laughs> I'm very sorry to, to even imply otherwise. Right, yeah, yeah. You should oh. be. Um, yeah, uh, but the... that's a tough, tough deal for her. Well, I teased up that I'm going to talk about the uh, mysterious Antarctica story. And I am super excited because that is next. Thank you for being here. Hopefully you will listen. Thank you for having me. I cannot wait to hear it. Okay, that's next here on Wiggins America.
the show with what I've been teasing all morning, the most interesting thing in the world. And if you don't find it, by the end of this segment, if you don't find this interesting, it's on you. It's not my fault. This is super, super interesting stuff. But let me start with the the less interesting. <laughs> so if you want to skip if you want to skip ahead on the podcast, go ahead three minutes. Researchers have discovered a never before seen ecosystem lurking in an underground river one-third of a mile beneath the Antarctic ice shelf. The team of scientists from New Zealand drilled through the ice shelf in Antarctica and dropped a camera into the cavern below. Hundreds of amphipods, small shrimp-like crustaceans, swarmed the camera as it descended into the river. This subterranean habitat was found beneath the outer edges of the Ross Ice Shelf, the world's largest body of floating ice on the southern edge of Antarctica. Well, how do you determine the southern edge? Isn't it all south from the pole? No, it would all be north from the pole. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, this is a research project focused on documenting and piecing together how climate is melting the ice shelf and affecting associated ecosystems, a statement claims... Previous satellite images showed a groove in the ice shelf close to where it met with the land, and the team suspected it was an under-ice estuary. Researchers speculated, and they sent the camera down there and found out that there's a lot more going on down there than they thought. So I say all that simply to set up what I found to be the more interesting part of this. And you heard there, they were talking about, well, climate change, and this is the ice shelf, and, uh, you, you know... It's settled science, right? Climate change is settled science. So I started looking into uh, something that I found completely separately from that. Now, what you're gonna, the way I'm presenting this is as if I had read that article and then I looked into it deeper and I found this other thing. It was actually reverse. I found this other thing and then I looked up news on Antarctica and that was very, very recent. And I found that interesting. So I, I was reading through it and I, I heard what you just heard, what I just said back and so now I'm going back into the reason I even looked up that article. So get this. There's a guy in the, he was born in the mid 1400s. He lived until, he actually lived pretty long time for that era, especially. He lived until the early to mid 1500s. And I think he was about 70 something years old when he died. Okay. The guy's name is Piri Reese. And that's not the perfect name for him because that actually is a is a Turkish term for Admiral. Admiral Reese, I think. Or opposite, maybe Reese is the term for Admiral and Piri was his name. I don't know which. But they call him Piri Reese, and that's the common name for this guy who's somewhat well known within um history observers, especially map lovers. So he was an admiral for his early life, but as he got older, he basically became just a cartographer and he would travel around by sea. And he had this volume that still exists today of, uh, of water knowledge, basically. You know, people who traveled the oceans at that time, they were seeking the better the map, the better the travel. And so he had a pretty good volume of maps and made that his life's work. Well, it's interesting because... They not, don't really know how much of it he pulled from other people's maps because he was very open. It wasn't like as if he was trying to claim it was all his work. 
but he would pull from other people's knowledge, which is great. And one person he says he pulled from was Columbus, who was traveling at about that same time. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about how this connects to Antarctica. And I think you'll find it fascinating, okay? Bear with me here. So history tells us that the explorer James Cook discovered Antarctica in 1773. That's when we commonly say, well, nobody knew Antarctica existed, but obviously somebody could have discovered it before that. It's just that they didn't really have much proof. Well, a map was found in a library in Istanbul in 1929 that is not talked about very much. And this map was drawn by Piri Reis, a Turkish admiral. So that's why I gave you the background on him. It appears to show the topography of Antarctica. Now, I looked this up to find out, is this just a conspiracy theory? Is this something that somebody is projecting onto it to say, oh, look, we've changed history. You know, a lot of people do that. And it's more interesting if it is, if it's something that just confirms what we already knew, nobody pays attention to it. That's why you hear a new study on eggs every two years. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you because you always want to, you always want to come out with something that's new in your research. If you just confirm what already exists, you're not going to get any attention. I hate that that's true, but that is true. That is the way a lot of this stuff happens. So anyway, this does appear to show the topography of Antarctica on this Piri Reese map. Again, this came from probably around 1515, right in there. They don't know exactly when the map was made, but it was right around there, which would have been after a lot of Columbus's maps were made in the early 15, even earlier 1500s. And so they were contemporaries. Columbus's maps, though, don't show Antarctica. Piri Reese's does, at least this one map does. And this would have been 200 years before James Cook supposedly discovered Antarctica. So what's even stranger... Wait, wait, wait. Hey, I, hold, on, hold on, hold on. So let me just say this. I looked into the rebuttals of this. Because a lot of times you'll find... It's interesting, like I said. New information, new information. Well, you, you look into it and you go, actually, this is somebody trying to get attention. So the rebuttal to this is that the map that he has here, because it's like a map fragment. They say, actually... What this looks like is that he misdrew South America. I'm like, okay, well, that's possible. People love the sensational stuffs, but it's possible that he just misdrew part of South America. But get this when you dig deeper. The land that Reese seems to have depicted for Antarctica is what it looked like when there was no ice on it. And they say this would have to date back to about 4,000 BC. That's when modern science says that we would have been able to see the original Antarctica without ice on it. So the map is drawn on camel skin parchment. And here's the thing. It has been certified as genuine. And Reese was renowned for his accuracy otherwise. So he, it's, it would be uncommon for him, according to his other maps, to have just accidentally misdrawn something, especially in the part of the world that it's in, because it's not drawn, it's not it's not drawn where South America is. It's drawn below South America. So his map shows specific details of South America's coastline and geography that were thought to be unknown to the Turks. 
<clears throat> and skeptics point out that the cr- crudely drawn land of the South isn't necessarily Antarctica. Like I said before, I'm sort of rereading this. But here's the, here's the big kicker. The U.S. Hydrographic Office has confirmed that the map accurately depicts part of the continent, saying, quote, this indicates the coastline had been mapped before it was covered by the ice cap. And here the quote continues, we have no idea how the data on this map can be reconciled with the supposed state of geographical knowledge in 1513, roughly 1515, like I said. So, end quote. (laughs) Is that not wild? Summary, summary of all, everything I just told you here. This guy in 15, roughly 15, 1515, 1513, Piri Reis is a Turkish admiral and cartographer. He draws what Antarctica looks like with no ice on it, at least the coast. We assume, according to modern science, that that Antarctica has had ice caps over it for at least 6,000 years. They they go back to about 4,000 BC is when they say it would have been uncovered. Yet, somehow this Piri Reis has a map drawn accurately, accurately, of Antarctica's coastline with no ice on it, which predates James Cook's discovery in the late 1700s. And again, nobody can figure out how this guy accurately drew the coastline, which we can only see now because of high sophisticated, you know, technology that we have that that lets us see through the ice and figure out where the actual coastline is because we can't see it. So all I'm saying is look into this for yourself because I think there's a lot of interest there. I'm I'm projecting interest because I don't think there's a whole lot of people studying this. It's just one of those unsolved mysteries. It's it's been around since 1929. More modern scientists at the US whatever geological whatever have confirmed it but nobody knows what to do with it settled science though right science is settled i the the phrase science is settled has to be one of the dumbest phrases that we've been using in the last 10 years this is Wiggins America. You can get the podcast by typing that in Wiggins America in your search engine. It'll come up in multiple spots, or you can rewind on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. See you next week. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.